Greetings, everyone. It is now time for Mark Safe, tales of your very favorite and most beloved man-made disasters. On Mark Safe, we discuss events and details that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Please listen responsibly. And now, here with your hosts, Brianne and Melanie, this is Mark Safe. I'm back. I missed you so I much. I missed you more. Tell me all about your move, because I actually, and I'm just saying that so you can tell me about it for the benefit of people. I don't, I don't feel like I even know that much, other than a lot of stuff about painting your one section of your house. I know. I totally spammed our mom group because I have that big fireplace column. And I was like, I'm going to paint everything black. Like dialed it back a little bit. It's uh, urbane bronze. Kind of looks like a pencil lead, to be honest with you. I love it. And now I don't know what to do if I should paint all the walls and just go totally spooky with it or just keep the column. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to stencil. You know what I'm going to think. What? I'm team spooky all the way. I know, but it's like. I just get nervous because it's not just me here. You know what I mean? Does Cody have strong feelings about this? No, he actually just lets me do whatever I want, which is super cool. Um, yeah, don't don't even worry about that. Then. No, do whatever you want. I think I'm going to do a stencil. And, and one of the moms gave me a link to a stencil place. And there's some really cool like deco stencils which i think would be really like i love that era yeah but then i'm like the curtains so the ceilings are like 18 feet high and the curtains that go down are big and we negotiated them in when we were buying our house because uh i don't know if anyone knows this but fucking tapestries are expensive as shit yeah, like how expensive? I I would have figured they're expensive, but how expensive are we talking? Uh, like, I don't even know. I I was like, I'm not paying for it because I've seen like regular tapestries. I haven't looked at pricing on like 15 foot curtain panels, and that's and there's like two. God, four. regular curtains are pretty damn expensive. Yeah, there's like eight of them. So I was like, I'm cheap. I'm not going to replace these. Well, so then I was like, well, I'll do the deco stenciling, but then they don't match the drapes. Oh, no. And that's going to bother me. So then I'm like, well, let me just really look at these drapes. Well, some, these are handmade. Oh, really? So I think that I could totally just get some fabric and make my own drapes and they'll, the sewing is shit on them, and I think I could do a better job. So maybe like I have no doubt that you could do a better job. Like some sexy velour. Ooh, I really need to be kept updated on every step of your decorating process. I really, I do. just, I like this is a like a blog that I want to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's fun. So it's still really chaotic. Um, 
because there's some things that need to be fixed. Um, the carpets are in really bad shape on the upstairs. It's like the hallway and two bedrooms. So we have to get that replaced. Um, so we're kind of waiting on that. So my kids' bedrooms are not set up. Like we are all mattresses on a floor in our bedroom camp out. And it is the coolest, most fun thing ever because we have um, our TVs weren't mounted. So we've been um, just watching the projector every night, like in the bedroom on mattresses on the floor. It's the best. Your family is so magically wholesome. (laughs) I love it. We like each other a lot. I can tell. It shows. (laughs) And then, so what else? So we're getting settled in. And then, um, oh, we, so also on our property, um, there's a fence. But, so we sit back upon um, a sugar cane. Yeah, I saw a picture of that. It's incredible. It's the best view. It goes on forever. And, but there's no fence. And we have like a hundred pound dog. Who likes to meet people. <laughs> Are there a lot of people over there? Well, it's a it's a neighborhood, so you know, we have we have neighbors. Yeah. There's nothing behind us, but you know, there are people next door to us. Yeah. And um so he whiskey, my dog, got out when we first moved, um, and decided to take a stroll along the neighborhood. But I got him <laughs> and it was no big deal. Um, then, cause he listens to Cody. He doesn't listen to me. I'm like, I used to be alpha, but I'm not fucking alpha anymore. And I don't know how that happened (laughs) at all. I don't like it. So I was working on research for the episode today. Um, as you know, cause I was like, we're going to have to edit this way down cause I'm over 20 pages in notes. Yes. And so I haven't met any of my neighbors. And I get a phone call. Like, Cody went outside to walk whiskey. And we don't leash him because it's our yard. We're in the backyard. But we're missing a part of the fence. And I get a call from Cody saying, Hey, do you... You should come meet the neighbors now. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Why? Well, Whiskey went behind the fence. Cody was close behind him and decided to meet our neighbors and their dog. Oh. Oh. And we're in the South. So everybody wants to meet everybody. Like, that's just how it is. Okay. And so I'm like, fuck. Okay, I'm ready. I'll just meet them. I just got out of the shower, so I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I am so clean. Okay. (laughs) And I run out of the house, and as I'm approaching, oh, no, I look at what I'm wearing. Oh, no. Is this our episode? I'm wearing some trash bag pants. (laughs) They're like those fisherman pants that are like (laughs) 10 sizes too big, but you like fold them up and tie them. Uh-huh. And a Britney Spears shirt. Listen. These people look they, fancy, though. Okay. They can love you or they can go to somewhere else. 
because I mean that that's who you are right there. I wanted to die. So I'm looking at these very, <laughs> very put together people. Oh no. Put together people make me so nervous. Me too. Like because I'm never put together. Mm-mm. Ever. And I go up and I just say, I don't know what's more embarrassing. That my dog was loose or that I'm meeting you for the first time in a Britney Spears t-shirt. <laughs> and how did that go over? So it was the older couple, and they're not older. They're probably maybe five years older than me, but you know oh, how I like to wow. age myself. And yeah. um, their daughter, um, and she looks at me and she goes, no worries. My daughter has the same shirt. And she looked like she was probably like in her early 20s, late teens, early 20s. But I was like, that's so fucking cool. And I should have told her, hey, I'm recording a podcast tonight about Britney Spears. But I feel like you didn't. I'm just learning about them. And it just felt too personal. Reserved Melanie is a stranger to me. Well, it's just weird because it's like, I don't want them to know my business just yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that is, that's a weird thing for me is that I, like I meet people or I know people and I, I it's, it's become this weird thing of when do I tell them about the podcast? Well, cause we are, I think that we're really more like we're open bu- books. Yeah. You know what but I mean? like it feels a little personal sometimes it's really fucking personal i feel like but then it's like total strangers listen to it so what is but my deal but <laughs> our total strangers are like becoming my friends i know i know my um foster daughter's therapist was here the other day and i don't remember how it came up but i said something to the effect of that i actually have a podcast and she was like oh what's it about and she seems like a really normal person and I was like, it's about, you know, disasters, like, you know, roller coasters coming off and elevators falling <laughs> down. And she was like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, should I have said this? <laughs> I feel like I'm really letting you in right now. Yeah. But no, the neighbors are super nice. And I hope they don't think I'm a total weirdo because I really want to get to know them. Um, they, the husband or man of the house, I don't even know, like, what the proper term is. Um, cause the lady looks like she's in charge. Um, <laughs> but apparently he helped build my house, which is oh my god creepy. And probably another reason why, uh, I didn't mention my podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. And he was like, did you, did you ask him about the demon loft? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Go on. Okay. So he I knows. very strongly hoping for a yes there. So he helped build it. And he's like, so if the demon loft itself, all of it. And he was like, if you have any questions, just let me know. And I'm like, well, (laughs) do you know where the water valve is to shut off the water to the house? No, I I did ask that. Um, But apparently I missed the conversation prior to meeting them. Um, Cody told me that um, the when they built this, the demon loft was actually built as a fort for their son. Oh, well, that's cute. Which is, remember, I wanted to make it a podcast loft, but then I said, 
oh, I would have loved this space when I was little. I'm just going to back yeah. their bunk beds, my kids' bunk beds, up against Which it. Which is adorable. I'm obsessed with that idea. Now, how long ago is this? Like, is it an older house and this is like a, a spooky old little kid that we're talking about? Or is this 2005. Like okay. Was when it was okay. built. So, I can hang with that. But here's the thing. Like, new spooky shit happens. Like, do you see that ring I posted? Yes. And I think my neighbors are still friends with everybody that's lived here. So maybe I sh- I think what I'm going to do is polish it up, make it real pretty. And I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, so I found this. And okay, so I have decided there's two demon lofts. There's the fort demon law. And I like to call that demon loft beta because it was like okay. to try it out. Right. But then there's the other one I was showing you about, like the actual Demon Law, mm-hmm. and that's Demon Law Alpha. I mean, I can see why it's Demon Loft Alpha. Yeah. So that's where I found the ring, was in Alpha. So I think I'm going to polish it up, and I'm going to go to my neighbor and be like, hey, call your buddy, tell him to get this ring. Like, I, like, I really want to keep it, because it's so cool. But then, like... If I can return it to the owner, then, like, I'm obligated. Yeah. See, like, the whole neighbor who knows everyone who's ever lived there thing is, like, giving me uh, Jersey Watcher vibes. Do you know that case? Yeah, I know that case. And, yeah, it's he like knows, like... my favorite thing of all time. I'm so obsessed with that story. <laughs> yeah, so he was, like, telling us... We got the full backstory of, like, everybody that's lived here, so... Ooh. Uh, if you plan on moving into my house after I move out, just know you will probably get all of the juicy information. Starting with the day they met you in your Britney Spears shirt. I wonder if they're listening to this podcast right now. Hi, neighbors. <laughs> Would that track for somebody for the South? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not from the South. I'm from the Midwest. They seem- and in the Midwest, we're all very um, polite, aloof little goblins who who would not say that we listen to it, but then listen to it. Polite, aloof little goblins. <laughs> that needs to be like a subthread for horrible ghouls. <laughs> Why do you come well, up with like Hoosier ghouls? The best stuff <laughs> I ever. Can't help it. You're a genius. It's the Hoosier Ghoul subgroup when we get big enough to have regional subgroups. It's really adorable. Horrible, polite little goblins. So I missed you. I missed you terribly. Oh, by the way, what is the safe word? Bubbles. I need to know. Bubbles. Okay. I need to know that you've made it through this with uh, now a bonus demon loft with your soul intact. Yeah. I'm super duper proud of Eric. I listened to that episode three times. Oh, I can't wait to tell him that. I guess I don't need to tell him that. I guess he's going to edit this. Cody listened to it. Goodness. And now. And he never listens to us, does he? Uh, Rarely. He's a busy man. <laughs> it's okay. Um, But now he's walking around saying, dinosaurs. Shit. <laughs> Shit. That was never my intention. I'm so sorry to the world if that takes off. It's the new virus. Watch out, COVID. We got a dinosaur in the house. (laughs) (laughs) 
I need to send you a clip of of the origin of that. I try to look at it's... look for it so I could post it on social media, and uh, you know me. I it, I've just been struggling oh, with this. I'll mood. find it. I've been dropping the ball. It. Find it, and we'll still post it. Better late than never. It's not too late. Yeah, the the week of that as of this recording is not over. It's so good. Gosh, he's the best. I'll find it tonight. But no, it was fun. solid, but I had major FOMO and it's it's <laughs> it's good to be back. It is good to have you back and not only because I know what tonight's episode is going to be about and I am so pumped. You want to tell them? You don't even know how pumped. No, you tell them. Introduce your own episode. It's not fair otherwise. Well, I have a, a couple of things I need to talk about before that, but we're on it. This is going to be a two-parter. Really? Yeah. I feel like our first two-parter is some kind of milestone. It, I think so, too. <laughs> okay, it's I already like, found... It's like, fuck you, Eric, found... I'm back. <laughs> two in a row, bitch. <laughs> Um, I already found the dinosaur thing, so I'm gonna send it to you. Yay! <laughs> All right, I got some. I got some business to talk about real quick. Okay. Um, first, I would like to go on an apology tour. Why? What did you do? Well, first of all, I need to turn my sounds off on my cell phone because that just dinged real loud, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that Don't video. apologize to me. <laughs> apologize to the audio guy. Don't edit it out. Then it would just be weird for me apologizing for no sound. Um. So, yeah, I do want to apologize because I totally flubbed cocktail news hour for our Patreons. <laughs> I, I was so worried about you. <laughs> Jessica Burgess and Lily, uh... I am publicly apologizing, and we will be rescheduling our cocktail hour soon. And trust me, I am really good at making up for stuff, and I will. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Ominous yet intriguing. Yeah. We also have some new Patreons, so I want to shout them out. Erin Leslie, she's a buddy of mine. I love her. I like your buddies. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Gosh, with these names. <laughs> Here we go. Lauren Ostrowski. Ooh. It sounds sexy, right? I, I like that name. It does, actually. <laughs> I really hope I'm saying it right. So, Lauren, please message me. Yell at her. Ostrowski. O-S-T-R- O W S K Y. That sounds right to me, but I'm sure someone, hopefully Lauren herself, will let us know, and we will be nice and sorry, and and we'll we'll have to uh, do some kind of on air penance. Yeah, I like apologizing. <laughs> it's a two parter, anyways. <laughs> we got time. And Carrie Mockler, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um, yes. It, it means the world. You know, we try to make this the best thing ever for you guys. Like, I love going out and getting you little postcards and doing, you know, all that type stuff. So, you know, it just, it, mean, it means the world because it makes us um, give you the full experience. Yes. 
Which we love. Yeah. Because we love you. We do. We love you so the much. The horrible ghouls. And especially the polite, aloof little goblins. Yeah! <laughs> okay, so, um, continuing on, um, with cleanup on aisle, I fucked up again. So, good lord, Melanie. I, what did you do? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so mad. This is the worst fucking thing ever. What? And it really, like, okay, you pride yourself in research, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I feel like that's our thing. Like, the reason why this is a two parter is because I had 20 pages of notes and, like, I refuse, like, I, I was trying to edit it down. You're like, no, like, don't like you put in the work. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's partially like a uh, supportive, motivational. You did the work. Let's keep the work thing. But it's largely that I just want more Britney Spears content. I'm really but, like, are you a big Britney fan? I mean, I would say I'm a medium Britney fan. I'm not like a super fan or anything, but I, I, I do like Britney Spears. I like her. I'm at the point right now where it feels like I ate a little too much cake. Britney cake? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my fuck up. Uh, this kind of goes back to Shields Green. Okay. I can't wait to hear how this comes together. Yeah. Um. So, it's normally always hot as fuck here in um Louisiana. And we just keep getting storm surge after storm surge. And it was really cold today. And I was like, oh, what month is it? Because I don't even know anymore. And then I was thinking, oh, we're like, it's fall. Like we're coming up on fall. And then I was like, there was something I wanted to do during the fall. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Shields Green. I was talking about how um, William Morris Wallpaper Company, the toxic one, had teamed Mm -hmm. up with H&M to release clothing, a clothing line, remember? Yes. Well, that was last year. So it's not available unless you go on maybe thread up. I don't know. I have to search for it. I'm really disappointed. How did I fucking miss this? I don't know. Well, I'm super bummed. So Hmm. if you guys were waiting for the fall collection of toxic (laughs) wallpaper wear, you're out of fucking luck. (laughs) And I am sorry. Oh, man. That's it. That's all. That's all I fucked up. I think so far. I'm uh, impatiently waiting to get to the Britney content. Oh, all right. Okay. I I care about the things that you have to say, but I'm ready. (laughs) I've been ready. You've been working on this episode for so long Mm. and I've been dying. Well, yeah. I've been wanting to cover the hashtag free Britney movement and the abuse of conservatorships for a while. So let's just get into it you ready i have been ready for weeks all right well so the abuse of conservatorships it actually happens more frequently than one might realize um and with the recent 
coverage of Britney Spears, it definitely, you know, it deserves a spot in our podcast, right? Oh, absolutely. For me, man-made disaster is not exclusive to destruction of things within our environment. It's it's like the drawer in your kitchen. It is a total catch-all for all the shit our human selves ruin. We ruined so much. Now, I want to tell you that my junk drawer is very organized. Well, you are. <laughs> that's you. I've seen this journey. Okay. Mine is not. Okay. Fair I enough. have more of a junk box right now. Well, you've got everything in a box right now. <laughs> but, yeah. So, a man-made disaster, I mean, it's literally a disaster, whether it be deliberate or negligent. It's caused by human and it's totally acceptable to explore all things we ruin. Is this our second episode in a row where we're trying to define and justify disaster? I think so. I don't care. <laughs> it's our fucking podcast. It's our fucking podcast. <laughs> Mark that off your bingo boards. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So before we begin, I want to know, I mean, this is, this is a lot. There's a lot of discussion about mental health, mental illness, and I want to say right off the bat that it is, it would be irresponsible of me to speculate what Britney Spears' medical history is. Right. Like, simple. I don't care if she's famous. Just like me and you, she is afforded that privilege to privacy. Mm-hmm. It's. Or she should be anyway. She should be. It doesn't really happen and we'll see that but it is what it is um with that said it is also like completely impossible for me not to address things that have been said pertaining to this whether it be from britney's family or britney's team or the media covering the story like i have to and i will try to be as delicate with it as possible I trust you to handle that in a way that isn't gross. I fuck up sometimes. So if I do, we all do. Just let me know and I'll we'll just, I'll fix it. Um, I also think that like we have a long, 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 long way to go um, as far as like removing the stigma of mental illness. Like, oh yeah. Millions of um, people in America alone suffer from mental illness. It's okay to not be okay. There are resources. Talk to a medical professional. Most importantly, please just stay safe. Take care of yourself because I'm telling you, you matter. Absolutely. You matter to us. We love you. We do. All right. If you're listening, we love you. We love you. Air hugs. <laughs> air hugs and bubbles <laughs> lots of bubbles <laughs> all right so let's go if you haven't heard of the hashtag free britney movie movement buckle in um this movement has actually been around for quite some time um there's a podcast it's called britney's gram and it originally uh toted <laughs> that britney's instagram was the happiest place on the internet. Isn't that cute? I don't know about that, though. It, Britney's Instagram worries me. Now it does. Yeah. It used to not be so worrisome. 
Okay, I don't. I don't think I really was aware of it then. I know. I don't think many people were. Um, these girls are like fans. Okay. Like they were watching Brit. They were like, "This is so cute. Let's just talk about what Britney posts." You know, she does all the emojis. It's fun. Um, she like rips Pinterest pictures and like puts them on. Like she'll do a whole screenshot. It's super messy. Um, she posts like I do sometimes, like an eighty-year-old man that doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> but it, it is real. You don't post like an eighty-year-old man. You you have a very you're a very polished poster. You do text like an eighty-year-old man. I do text like an eighty. You do. Oh my gosh. Uh. What did you do? You did something messed up to me. It really fucked my world up. <laughs> what did you do to me? I don't know. What did I do? Oh. Do I know about yes, it? Yes, you know about it. I was like messaging because you guys probably don't know this, but Bria and I and Eric are exclusively in Facebook Messenger. Like that's yes. how we communicate. I try to be exclusive there with everybody possible. Yeah. It's really funny when Brian forgets that Eric's a part of that. <laughs> but what did I do to you? So I'm, this is just a couple days ago. Um, I was like, I don't know what I did. There's a fucking bomb emoji. Oh, Every Melanie. time I text you, there's a bomb and I keep hitting it. And I'm like, oh, Melanie. Send it. It's like bomb.com. Like, what is going on? Why is there a bomb right here? Have you figured it out yet? I don't. Have you noticed I just push it when I really... It's my new exclamation point. Okay. If I'm really excited about something, I'm like, oh, Brian, check it out. And then I go, click, bomb. Okay, friends. <laughs> if you haven't figured out what Melanie is talking about, is how in a group chat or I think just a one-on-one -on -one chat on Facebook Messenger, the default is the thumbs up. But you can change that emoji to just about anything. And I changed it to a bomb because it just feels on brand. <laughs> and it it bewildered her. It bewildered I her. I think I'm still... It, it was like changing the emoji on your great Aunt Mildred. It, it She was mystified. Listen, I'm still be <laughs> bewildered. You just explain it and I don't fucking get it. I don't Melody, know. What? I don't understand. What are you confused about? Where'd the bomb come from? Oh, honey. <laughs> and let's also talk about um, briefly how bewildered you were when I kept changing your nickname, which when someone changes your nickname in a group chat, there's a notification right there. That says, like, Brianne changed your nickname from Melanie to Helena. <laughs> it, like, it, it's right there. It tells you. I think my brain just works too fast. Like, I'm just, I. I think it probably does. You know, they tried to medicate me a while back and maybe I should. No, you're, you're perfect the way you are, except for the bomb thing. What the fuck? <laughs> well, and, oh, and you know, kept... now that I think about it, that happened with another of the moms there was a strawberry with jennifer <laughs> oh it all makes sense did she do that to me i i think probably is that is changing it to a bomb how i wronged you well jennifer gave me a strawberry okay would you like a strawberry would that make it up to you 
I don't know what emoji I want. Let's let the horrible ghouls decide. Okay. I bet they're going to pick bombs, though. Probably. So I, I kept changing your nickname, and uh, the audio guy and I kept talking about it and making jokes about it, and you're like, what? What are you talking like somebody- about? <laughs> Somebody had messaged you at some point and we had talked about it and put like an accent over the E in your regular name, Melanie. Um, so I changed your nickname to Melanie with an accent mark. And Eric was like, nice accent, Melanie. And you were like, what are you talking about? My accent. I'm trying to talk to you about blah, blah, blah. And you're talking about my accent? What are you talking about? Well, I about? thought he was like, I was like, am I <laughs> typing in Kentucky right now? I didn't know if I was like, hey, guess what, y'all? Like, I don't know. Accent. Like, I didn't know it was like a, a punctuation accent. No, like, what's the term for everybody, that? Everybody... Everybody who is in that tag group that's like, please show to Jim, ha ha ha. I you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but a lot of people do. Melanie, I'm a fucking Jim. Jim. <laughs> You're a fucking Jim. Hey, I'm 40. That's all right. I love you though. Right. I actually I love you more because of it. Your your typos give me life. <laughs> all right, let's get back okay. to Brittany. Yeah, back to Brittany. You know who else likes emojis? Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. So yeah, so Britney's Graham, the podcast, um, happiest place on the internet. Um, so it like went super dark when this like paralegal left a voicemail on their thing, on their podcast phone thing. Okay, that's a gym thing too, huh? They left them a mm. voicemail on the thing a ding. <laughs> Yeah, a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop uh, picking on you for being a gym though, so you don't start thinking I'm I'm being me. I'm getting I'm in really my I'm, no, I know you're not. But now I'm in my okay. head. I'm like, how many more gym things am I gonna say? <laughs> well, anyways, he left a voicemail with some pretty like hefty allegations about Brittany, about her father, about the conservatorship. Um, and it just like it started sounding alarm bells and raising more questions about Britney's conservatorship and the possible of the abuse of it by her dad, Jamie. Are you going to elaborate on what the allegations were in the voicemail? Because I'm realizing I may not know as much about this as I thought I did. You are going to get all of it. I'm going okay. through a timeline. Okay. Most what of it. That's why it's just two parter because God damn it. pretty much like once that train left the station like the free britney movement that went viral like it could not be stopped um so that's what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about britney spears and her conservatorship so i know a little bit about the the conservatorship and the Free Britney thing and like the, uh, you know, blink twice if you need help kind of stuff. But I don't think that I knew anything about it starting with a voicemail. Right. So basically, since this is going to be a two-parter, um, I'm going to just kind of run through Brit history okay. on part one. Part two, we're going to get into the icky stuff okay. i'm gonna do a lot of shutting up now because i think i've been no kind of talking i don't want i don't i, I don't want you to shut up i okay. like this okay all right uh i don't think there's anyone on the planet 
that doesn't know who Britney Spears is. Um, but I'm old and I forget stuff, so we'll just kind of run through some of the shit. So, Britney Jean Spears was born December 2nd in 1991 to parents Jamie and Lynn Spears. She has two siblings, an older brother named Brian Spears and a younger sister named Jamie Lynn, which mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking name shame. <laughs> I mean, I think you heard from my mm-hmm that I am. <laughs> Holy hell. Jamie Lynn. Like, mm-hmm. you have your dad's and your mom's names. And I'm not name shaming, but that made research really confusing. And it took things. I had to, like, double take on everything. Melanie, I'm I'm a little bit offended by this because I'm feeling like maybe you're judging me for naming our daughter Eric Brianne right now. What? I I just I don't know if maybe you know that our oldest daughter is named Eric Brianne. Are you judging me for that? You have an older daughter you didn't tell me about? You dipshit, I'm kidding. I was about to get fucking pissed. <laughs> you know I'm like the most gullible person in the world. I'm like What? <laughs> you know, I was talking to my my buddy Jai. Hi, Jai. I hope you're listening. And uh, he was like, have you guys still never met? And then he, he asked. He was like, does she ever just say stuff? And you're like, that was a fucking bomb. Not like the emoji bomb, but like, well, I didn't know that. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought I was like, it's happening. There it's it happening it's right happening. now. And I'm not prepared. <laughs> fucking Eric Brand. God damn it. She's, yeah, she's 12 and she's beautiful. I bet she is. Send me a picture. We've only been together for 10 years. (laughs) That doesn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, touche. Okay, continue. All right. I am name shaming. Let's let's just, we've established that I'm the controversial one here. So I'll take that one for the team. I love it. Um... Brittany grew up in a very small town called Kentwood, Louisiana. This actually was put on pause. Uh, I told Brianne, like, hey, I got, I'm in Louisiana. I got to get up to Kentwood. Like, they got the Brittany Museum. Apparently, it's just one room that's got, like, it's her bedroom, like, in a glass case. I want to see it, but I'm fucking moving. There was hurricanes. Like, it didn't happen, so... Maybe that's where we'll meet Brianne in Brittany's bedroom. <laughs> you know what? That's 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 my favorite one yet. <laughs> that's yes, it's a plan. I love, it's a date officially. I I won't have anything else at this point. I'll meet you in Brittany's bedroom. <laughs> so while Brittany's origin story paints the Spears as like this wholesome all-american family it was actually quite the opposite jamie was an alcoholic and he had a series of like pretty bad business ventures like not good um they 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 were struggling um britney and her siblings they lived in a very toxic environment with constant fighting between their parents and a petition filed for divorce but that was subsequently removed um her mother, Lynn, alludes that Jamie physically abused her. Ooh. So she filed for divorce, but then she took it back. Hmm. Um, it is speculated that the constant, because we, we heard about, like, Lynn and Brittany just traveling all over the place for, like, 
auditions and all that stuff. Um, but it's it's speculated that the reason for this wasn't because Lynn was some pushy stage mom, but it was like possibly an escape from Jamie's alcoholism and his outburst. Mm. Like, let's let's get out of here and do something different. Yeah, you know you're allowed to just get divorced, right? Yeah. Uh, they're highly religious, and I don't. I think no. maybe a lot of that came into play. I know things are a little bit different now, but um, I, I do think that that probably was okay. I'll I'll lay off the victim shaming. Well, and then it's like, I mean, how many people find themselves in a toxic relationship, and it's like, oh, and yeah. you're like, why don't you fucking leave? I know, and I mean, I shouldn't say it because I've been in one. It's just it's harder. On the outside. Are, it's hard. It's no. Oh, with know, the kids. I'm very sympathetic to it. It's harder with the kids. Like as a person and a, a relationship, I 100% get it. It's harder with the kids, but it's, it's still the same fucking toxic cycle. Yeah. I know. It's sad. It is. Well, this escape, if that's what it was, it was worth it. Um, because at 10 years old, Britney Spears would become a fan favorite on Star Search, despite only coming in second. And she would very she would get her very own Mouseketeer ears alongside co-stars Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, and Christina Aguilera in the sixth season of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, boy. Did you watch that? No, not at all. Well, <laughs> I didn't either. So... I I didn't know Ryan Gosling was in it. I knew the others were sort of her contemporaries in the Mickey Mouse Club, but I don't think I knew about Ryan yeah, Gosling. Yeah, there's there's ton of them. It was crazy. Hmm. Um, I've never watched it. Um, we didn't have cable. Uh, there's a lot of things I missed out on. I still don't get any um, Rugrats commentary that people make. Yeah, we... I get FOMO uh, on that one. I mean, you know my mom. It, it was a Nick at Night TV Land household. <laughs> you won't be surprised to hear. I did watch a little bit of Rugrats, so that's like the only pop culture reference I get. Your mom can adopt me anytime. <laughs> Please. And she would love to. She's the fucking best. She is so cute. I just saw her a couple days ago. Um... So, yeah, when I was researching, um, I actually watched, you know, some of the episodes that were really Britney related. And I stumbled across this one where they they actually went back to Britney's hometown in Kentwood. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was like the least Disney-fied thing I have ever seen in my whole entire life. Really? Yeah. So there's this uh there's this part where she's working in her grandmother's deli and she's just she's so cute and little and she's like working the cash register and she's got her little accent going on. Oh. And when she's done, she has this like cardboard tray and full of just crawfish, right? And mm-hmm. she's sitting at the table and she's teaching, you know, everybody that's watching how to like eat the crawfish and she's just sitting there sucking out the head guts oh and i'm like holy hell this is like the best disney product placement i have ever seen in my whole entire life because that cardboard box 
is like those little half box that like hold cans. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like soda cans. Yeah. But it was a Miller yeah. Lite box. <gasps> oh my god! It was so funny. I was like, Oh, I, I need to see that. I was like, That is hilarious. I cannot believe that made it past the edit board. No, I can't either. Yeah, she's just sucking head guts out of a Miller Lite oh. box. No big deal. I love wow. her. She's so, like, watching these videos, they just make me so happy. She's, like, playing basketball. She just, oh, Brittany. Well, that didn't last long. And after the cancellation of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club, Brittany found herself back home. But it was short-lived. In 1997, Brittany was approached to join the girl pop group Innocence. Oh, no. Let me spell it for you. Oh. I-N-N-O-S-E-N-S-E-N-S-E. What? Yeah. It's like in, like a hotel, and then O, and then like since. Hold on. I I have to Google this because I have to see this written down. Actually, I think I just uh, totally oh. added some letters when I first read that out. <laughs> I think you absolutely did, but it's still, wow. Yeah, I-N-N-O-S-E-N. Yeah. S. Sense, like like you sense that that's a Like it makes thing. no okay. sense why I just added all those extra letters. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a gym. <laughs> I love you anyway. Um, I actually knew, I remembered that Brittany was asked to be in this group, but for some reason, I don't know if I just forgot or I didn't realize, but that music group actually moved forward without her. Oh, really? It did. Um, doesn't sound like they got far. Well, you'd be surprised. Um, Justin Timberlake's mom was the manager. Okay. Um, and another... Uh, Mickey Mouse Club alum that she starred with, Nikki Deloach, um, was a member of the group. Um, I don't know. Have you seen? Gosh, we're gonna be getting into some of my guilty pleasures, so okay. I'll apologize now. Um, no, don't. Did you ever watch that MTV cringe comedy uh, called Awkward? I don't think I did. Remember, I was only watching Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie. Ugh. Well, this <laughs> was not that long ago, though. It was like my getting off to work, laying on the couch, having a glass of wine, being oh. in my 30s, watching high school cringe comedy. In any event, I don't think I did, but I respect it. It was really good. It was basically about like... This girl who, um, she basically fell and the way it looked was that she was, uh, trying to commit suicide, but that's not what happened, but that's like what went around the school. And the whole show is just like her embarrassing herself. Anyways. All right. Go on. One of the members of Innocence was the hot mom on Awkward. If any of you ghouls have watched that, she was Jenna Hamilton's hot mom. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they actually lasted six years. 
Really? Yeah, I think that's a pretty long time. Yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. Brittany, she would actually find staying power much longer. Um, it all started with an old school demo tape. Um, and it included an unused Tony Braxton song called Today. Um, Tony Braxton actually scrapped it from her second album, Secrets. Um, and Britney's manager, Larry Rudolph, just sent it over um, for her to record for the demo. We'll be talking a little bit more about Larry, this guy, this fucking guy, later. Uh-oh. Oh, Larry. <sighs> so, I don't know. I would. It'd be really interesting, I think, to hear that song that she pitched on her demo tape. Uh, I just, I find that stuff. I want to hear everybody's demo tape. I think that's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. Uh, apparently though, this was nothing to write home about. A and R executive for Jive, uh, Jive records. Steve Lunt said, uh, it had been done in one of those karaoke recording studios. And mm-hmm. it was totally in the wrong key for her. Oh. But there was this one part where her voice went up into a higher register and suddenly she sounded really soulful and appealing. I thought maybe there was something there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So these episodes, they're going to be peppered with some pretty gross things that people have done to Britney. And one of them actually includes this demo tape amongst okay. other things. So some of the songs have been leaked to the public um, from this demo tape um, because of a guy named Reg Jones. He was Britney's first boyfriend and in a total money grab, put the cassette up along with personal items, including letters from Britney on an online auction site called Julian's Auctions. Ew. Mm Mm-hmm. The demo sold in May 2018 for $2,560. I'm surprised that's all. Mm-hmm. Other leaked songs was I Have Nothing, made famous by none other than Whitney Houston. This audio was the audio uh, from her in-person audition at Jive Records. Oh, wow. I would love to hear Britney Spears sing that. Uh, you can hear it. It's been leaked. <laughs> oh, is it gross to listen to something she didn't want leaked? I don't know. I don't. The whole thing the is like, this whole thing is like, you don't know whether to listen or not or to purchase something or not. And it's yeah. like, you just don't know because no. everything, nothing is has black and white. anything about it's released like is she upset about it is she like not one to listen to has she said anything to indicate i couldn't find anything on that i i looked i couldn't find anything it it is gross though yeah well that song um i have nothing it was a total slam dunk and jive quickly signed her um to release her debut album baby one more time Oh, man. I'm wearing that shirt right now. <laughs> and you look cute in it. I sent you a picture of me eating pizza. You did. Please post it. My, my neighbors. This is what they saw me in. Well, if that doesn't win them over, I don't know what will. 
So it would win me over. If I had a neighbor that I met for the first time and they were wearing a Britney Spears t-shirt, we would be instant best friends. BFF forever. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just going to pivot a little bit um, because the whole leaked unreleased Britney songs. Um, it's such an interesting thing to me. Um, there's actually a Wikipedia page dedicated just to those songs. Okay. And so I just want to talk about a couple of them. Okay. So I don't, you ever second guess yourself like on how to say, on how to say things? Probably not as often as I should. Okay. So before we were recording, I was like kind of going over the notes and I'm like, I don't know. I think I know how to say this chick's name. Oh, name pronunciations? Mm -hmm. Yes, constantly. Hold on. I have to pull up this YouTube thing because this is (laughs) fucking hilarious. Uh, Anyways, I'm like, I don't know if I've been saying this lady's name the right way. Just assume you haven't. That's what I do. So I looked it up. And I'm, I'm pulling it up because this is hilarious. This is so hilarious. Uh, in the spirit of Jessica Burgess. Why can't I fucking find this now? So, yeah. So, in the spirit of Jessica Burgess, I looked up how to say Heidi Montag. You know, for like from the hills. Oh, Spidey. Yeah. Okay. Listen. I definitely would have looked that up, too. <laughs> I looked it up, and this has to be, I mean, it's tied right there with Jessica Burgess. This is so funny. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Heidi Montag. Heidi oh Montag. Heidi Montag. Oh, Heidi God. Montag. Heidi Montag. Heidi Montag. Does YouTube need a nurse? Does it sound scary or what? It sounds like someone having a stroke. It's like, Heidi Montag. What the hell? I don't know. But that. Wow. Yeah. So, did you know that Heidi Montag <laughs> from the hills had a duet with Britney Spears? I didn't. Well, guess what? Brittany didn't she know did. either. <laughs> <gasps> what? Yep. In March of 2008, the debut, the duet debuted on air with Ryan Seacrest. Heidi and Spencer Pratt reportedly worked with some producers on Heidi's new album, one of whom had an old Britney demo that was never released. It was originally supposed to be a track on Britney's Blackout album. Trying to do damage control, Heidi's public said, quote, Heidi has no knowledge of this recording. She did do a demo of the song for a possible use on her record, but that recording had a male vocal on it. Not Britney Spears. What? Mm-hmm. A source that Perez Hilton encountered, um, and by the way, that guy's trash, but... Is he still a thing? Ugh. 
feel like I haven't heard his name in forever. Oh, he is. He just needs to okay. go away. <clears throat> Maybe he'll sue me. He's so... Whatever. He's so trash. Um, He's got no room to sue anybody. Well, his source said, Heidi and Spencer got their hands onto an old demo recording of Britney's that never made it onto her, any of her albums. They've been working with a lot of producers on Heidi's new album, and one of them gave them the track. They decided to turn it into a duet instead of having Heidi re-record the song with just her vocals because they knew they'd get more press that way. Wow. You guys can listen to it, too. Why is everyone so gross? So gross. Britney Spears is not marked safe from any of these garbage no, people. No, she never has been. So, also, <clears throat> we are in the 10th anniversary of Lady Gaga and Beyonce's song, Telephone. You know that song? Are we 10 years? 10 years! I love that song. No. Yes. But then again, I guess I haven't thought about that song in a long time. Oh, I just re- rewatched the video. It's so good because it, it's like um, the old, like it's uses um, like a lot of Kill Bill references. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, 10 years. It's fucking bananas. Wow. Um, what else is bananas is that Gaga and collaborators actually wrote this song. They wrote that song for Britney Spears. Really? Yeah, for her circus album. When Britney rejected it, Gaga saved the track later for inclusion on her Fame Monster release. And you can actually track down Britney's version online. There's a lot of stuff online, isn't there? There is. YouTube is glorious. (laughs) Um, Some of the fans have actually put together both versions. So it's like Gaga, Beyonce, and Britney, which is super cool. But I'm telling you, if you look hard enough... You can find it where it's just Britney's solo cut. It's definitely on the internet. I'm going to have to look that up. I want everyone to listen to it and just tell me which one they like better. Okay. I love Lady Gaga so much. Do you like Lady Gaga? Um, probably not as much as you. <laughs> oh, she is a total guilty pleasure. When we... Um, we both have rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, we have that in common. Uh, I just love her. We moved, uh, when Cody and I moved from California, Oregon, when I was pregnant, like we had just met and I was pregnant with Ava and we decided we didn't really have anywhere to be fast. So we took our time and did like the whole like touristy shit going up the coast yeah. Like we did the mystery spot. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so cool. It's like in the redwoods and like everything is like gravity doesn't exist. What? Yeah, it's crazy. I need to know more. It'll make you sick. I don't know. They say aliens. Aliens did it. It was really what? cool. I want to go back. Yeah. Like you go in this like little house and you're like standing on one side and it's normal and then you go walk to the other side of the room and you're like on the ceiling or the side what? of the wall. Yeah, it's weird. It'll make you want to vomit. I don't understand. What does it mean? 
It's a mystery. How? That's why, why it's called the mystery spot. Aliens. What? Aliens. Gravity does not exist. Aliens suck them up. You know where you cannot find Bigfoot? In the mystery spot. He has no time for that shit. I'm disturbed. I need to know a lot more about this. Sounds like an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we did a bunch of that stuff. We went to, uh, like, the Madonna Inn and San Luis Obispo, Obispo which is super cool. Um, I feel like your mom would really like it. Like, every room is, like, themed. It's really kitsch. It's super cute. Um, but we also did, have you ever heard of Hearst Castle? No. So Hearst Castle is like total Great Gatsby vibes. Ooh. Like it's astonishing. It's like all these crazy, it's maximalist. It's everything you possibly think of like crazy zoo animals. Oh, it's so cool. It's it, anyways, it's cool. So we did Hearst Castle and they have like these like really ornate pools and then they have like these Roman pools outside. I will have to send you pictures. You will not believe it. It's like bucket list. Like I would do anything, anything. I would sell my soul to Alpha Demon to swim in this pool. Be careful what you say, Melanie. I want to swim in the pool so bad. They're so beautiful. Um, I know I just went on a Gaga, Gaga uh, tangent, but when we, like, a year later, Gaga, like, she releases video for GY, and they filmed it there, and she's swimming in the pool. Oh, wow. And I was super jealous. And it's actually... Um, Another one of my guilty pleasures, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I actually love all the franchises. <laughs> um, they're in that music video, too. It's really funny. Oh, I don't watch that, but lest I seem too hoity-toity, I do watch The Bachelor. So I like The Bachelor, too. All right. I better get back on track. Okay. Yeah. This is going to take This is going to be six hours long. Good thing it's a two-parter. I said I wanted yeah. this to be six hours long. So Brittany, Brittany's crushing it. All eyes yes. are on her. In 2002, Forbes magazine estimated Britney's worth at $64 million, but also worried about her staying power. A couple Mm. of years later, in January of 2004, Britney married childhood friend Jason Allen Alexander at a little white wedding chapel in Las Vegas, Nevada. The marriage was annulled 55 hours later following a petition (laughs) to the court that stated that Spears, quote, lacked understanding of her actions. Hmm. We'll also be talking about good old Jason here in part two. Um, But I did, uh, he did have an interview recently. And I want to just kind of talk a little bit about the parts of the annulment um, that he addressed. Uh, He said that him and Brittany, they're still best friends. And that Brittany wasn't even the cause of the breakup. It was the machine. Yeah. The Brittany machine. Yeah. And she does what she's told. Um, He said that within 55 hours, he was signing multiple contracts, offered millions of dollars within that week, which he couldn't get because of the contracts that he signed initially. Like it was just, just everything was thrown at him. It was, it was really, really interesting. 
He also mentioned that he did try to contest the annulment, which I thought was interesting as well. Yeah. Um, in the documentary Unbreakable, it's alleged that when Britney's mom found out, she immediately started faxing prenups to the hotel to protect Jason's or Britney's assets from Jason. Hmm. So. Okay. Messy. I don't like the vibes here. Lots of weird vibes. So, not long after the annulment, Brittany meets and falls in love with Kevin Federline. Hmm. Okay, Fed. <laughs> they release a five-part reality series called Brittany and Kevin Chaotic um, that was released the following year. The series was a collection of home video footage of interviews chronicling the whirlwind romance. There's this part in the first episode. I, I watched this too, guys. Like, I ate too much Brittany cake. Um, but there's this one part, um, the episode and like, if you were to like attach an emoji to it, it would be that like the wide eyed one, like what is going on? Um, Brittany asked Kevin if he believes in marriage and Kevin answers, quote, I feel that love is love. Love has love is a commitment. I don't believe in marriage. I believe you can get married. Oh, God. Shut up. Yep. That's really weird in hindsight. Um, Yeah, they both break out into these really weird, uncomfortable giggles. Uh, Yeah. I don't like it. Hello, red flag. They put on their matching. Oh, no. Hold on. He wasn't denim. uh, That was guy. That was that was Justin Timberlake. Okay. well, I feel like they probably had some matching clothes, though. It it feels like their brand. Guarantee it. So, red flags aside, Brittany would become engaged to Kevin in July, and they wed that September in a surprise ceremony in Studio City just three short months after meeting each other. Mm. Brittany wastes no time. Um, the wedding ceremony actually wasn't legal until the following month in October because there was a delay in finalizing their prenup. That's important. Okay. I mean... I'm just saying it's important. It's not going to come out in the future. K-Fed, oh, okay. K-Fed's doing all right for himself, though. Yeah. Do you know? what What's he up to now? A lot. I think it just... Really? Yeah. I'll have to look it up again. It's quite a bit. It, it was adjusted just recently. It's a lot. Really? Yeah. But, like, what's he doing? Uh, Just coke? Sue me, K-Fed, I don't care. <laughs> he does seem like a good dad, but uh, he's not a good dude. He wasn't no. a good dude. Maybe he changed. I don't know. Can Do people change? I, I mean, occasionally. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Judgment's still out. I have part two already done, and I, I, I'm still, I don't know. I'm still wondering. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> That's just my, maybe K-Fed will sue us. Whatever. (laughs) Britney's worst continues skyrocket that year, and she collaborated with Elizabeth Arden on Curious, Britney's perfume line. Oh, here's a a fun fact. I don't know if I should say this because it's a little lowbrow. I've worn that perfume for 12 years. Really? Yeah, like 10 or 12. No, more than 10. It was at least a few years before I met Eric. I still wear it. Really? Uh-huh. I don't 
don't think I've ever been so fucking happy about something. Really? Yes. This is the bomb you dropped. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like my smell. I No, I this think is I've crazy. I've probably worn that since Oh, 2007 give or take a year or two oh my gosh so when i go to a mall it's in my bathroom right now now i can smell you i know yeah, that's creepy but i can be like oh no i would smell anyone if somebody that i don't know but like want to know like don't know in person tells me what they smell like i need to smell it when i was 12 i was did i talk about the clay walker thing on the podcast once i don't know refresh Okay, do you know who Clay Walker is? I don't think so. He's a country singer. And when I was 12, I was like a super fan. <laughs> like, super fan. And it was like the early days of the internet. And there was a, a Clay Walker fan, like, message board thing. And he would actually answer a question every week. Like, he would come, all the fans would ask questions. And once a week, he would come ask one. And um, when I was 12, I asked what what kind of cologne he wore. And he answered it. That is the cutest thing ever. And I still to this day smell it if I pass it in a store. Oh, you're all bottled. I am going to smell you. 18 years late. No. How old am I? 20 years later. I want to not have to smell this perfume now. I need to know what it's, I don't. What, it's not even really that damn good. It's just it's I, what I've it's been your wearing. Signature scent. I need to it smell is. you. Well, guess what? You're not the only one. Okay. One perfume was. I segue. <laughs> one perfume was sold every 15 seconds. Wow, and some of them were to me. Mm-hmm. By the end of the what, year. What year did you say it was released? Uh, when did they start making that? October. Uh, bup, bup, bup. What did I do? 2004. Okay. Yeah, right. 2004. <laughs> Sorry about the butt, butt, butt. So here we go. That's okay. You smell good. Do I? You haven't smelled it yet. I'm picturing it in my head. I'm wearing it right now. Which curious? So you just episode. do the basic curious? Because there's like a lot it's, of curious. It's, um, it's blue. Hold on. I'll tell you. Uh, Britney Spears perfume blue. It might be called Curious. Yeah, Curious. Because she has a collection. She has 29 fucking perfumes. Yeah, I wear Curious. <laughs> like the fancy, uh, fancy lady that I am. I think you need to upgrade. I do. <laughs> She's got a 2020 bottle out. I mean, I think I really need to break out of the whole Britney Spears thing. No, like, no. I, I don't I think, even like it that much anymore. Listen, it's just what I wear. Her 2020 bottle screams Brienne. It's called Glit- Why? Glitter Fantasy. Oh, God. <laughs> Two words. Have we talked about the glitter Yeah, thing? we did oh, a couple okay. ones. Two words right. that don't go together. Glitter and fantasy. Uh, speak for yourself. I'm going to buy that for you for Christmas. Okay. I'm looking at it, and I'm really disappointed in the bottle. What, Glitter Fantasy? It's not, it, yeah, it's not as glittery as I want it to be. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll come up with story. a better Christmas present. <laughs> Back to You're the story. shitting on my presents. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany and Kevin would go on to have two children. 
Sean Preston Federline was born September 2005, and Jaden James Federline, September of 2006. Two September babies. Mm. Um, it wasn't long after when things started to go sideways. Uh, early 2006, Brittany receives a ton of bad la- backlash because paparazzi photos showing Brittany driving with her baby Sean Preston on her lap. Do you remember that? Oh, I do remember all That's that. Sad. I remember that well. She released a statement saying, quote, I was terrified that this time the physically aggressive paparazzi would both put me and my baby in danger. I instinctively took measures to get my baby and me out of harm's way, but the paparazzi continues to stalk us. I love my child and I would do anything to protect him. Oh, that's oh, a bummer. Brittany, put him in the car seat. Yeah. That, Especially if you're being chased by paparazzi. Yeah. That November, she filed for divorce from Kevin. Um, just days before, Kevin told People Magazine, if you don't love Kevin now, you're going to love him. Mm. All right. He says, quote, we're in opposites attract. If she gets mad and yells at me, it just turns me on more, you know? Uh, okay. I felt a little bit bad about the Coke thing. I, no. Leave that in, audio guy. Yeah. What a douche. It was, that's very douchey. Well, that was just like a couple days before, uh, she sent him the papers. Uh, the divorce news allegedly caught him off guard. Um, he found out via text message why he was at a nightclub. Well, Mm -hmm. I can't feel bad for him. Rolling Stone reported that Kevin's response was him scrawling on the wall of the nightclub bathroom, quote, Today I'm a free man. Fuck a wife. Give me my kids, bitch. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. It really wasn't a surprise to fans, though. There was literally a website created the day they got married devoted to a divorce countdown, which I think is (laughs) really funny. It's... Oh, God. Poor Brit. Yeah. Three months later, Brittany would check herself into a rehab center by the request of her family. Her parents' manager... Her parents, her manager, and her team felt, quote, she needed to check in somewhere and just chill. This girl, she literally just has been doing whatever people tell her to do. Yeah, it's tragic. The stay was short-lived, and she checked out or checked herself out 24 hours later, where it's been reported that, like, afterwards, she then drove to Kevin's house asking to see their children. When he refused, Brittany drove to a nearby salon, and this is where the infamous head-shaving oh. incident happened. Like, she wanted to see her yeah. kid. And I know that I said I was not going to speculate about mental illness, but as a mom, like, and researching, like, some of this felt so much like postpartum depression. Yeah. And, or maybe even, like, postpartum psychosis. That's a thing, too. Yeah. It's just, like, it, if I were going to speculate on any of this, that is what it, it, it feels like to me. I don't yeah. know. It's as a How mom, old? The, I mean, her kids were toddlers. Babies, yeah. No, they're, yeah. like, one of them's a new baby. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, she shaves her head. Um. Four days after that, Brittany checks into Promises Treatment Center in Malibu. Um, Again, she stayed less than 24 hours. 
the same night, that's when she takes the umbrella to the paparazzi car. <sighs> After that was that VMA performance where she was like, is completely botched and she was super sluggish. Like everyone just gave her a shit time about it. I feel like on some level, we all, hopefully on a smaller scale, kind of know that feeling. Like, I think a lot of us have had some point in our lives where we were just kind of losing it. Oh, man. I've had a couple. I have had a couple. kind of doing things. Oh, trust me. I've got my baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Continue. (laughs) It's tough. I, I realize I'm probably it's not going to expand on that, but yeah, no, it's relatable. It, it, it is tough, and it's like, and you're just watching. What's so sad about her case is like, I couldn't imagine going through my shit publicly. Oh my god, no! Like the shit I had going, I was going through was like through a very small, you know, friend group. Yeah. It's hard. It's fucking hard. And it's Oh yeah. I don't know. I it it breaks my heart. It really does. Yeah. And I wasn't going through that um that low point with kids in the mix. And I, I don't I'm not saying that in a judgy way, like you should have gotten no, your shit together, you had kids. No same. I mean like the it raises the stakes so much. Absolutely. Um and you'll see like a lot of this stuff like it seems like her, the kids is like the setoff point, the trigger point. You know what I mean? It's like she has to see her kids. He said no. Like she goes shaves her head. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is it, sad. Um, so she has that VMA performance. It's hard to watch. Um, October, Kevin gets temporary full custody of the kiddos. On January 4th, she is placed under a 5150 lockdown when she refused to give her sons back to Kevin after visitation. Mm. Um, Dr. Phil, who for what I see has no other reason than a publicity grab, visited Brittany at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center and then made public... What reason does he ever have to do anything? (laughs) Fuck that guy. He turned around and he made these public statements, which were gross... And an absolute invasion of her privacy. Uh, He said, quote, My meeting with Brittany and some of her family members this morning in her room at Cedars leaves me convinced more than ever that she is in dire need of both medical and psychological intervention. I'm very concerned for her. Oh, shut up. Like. And releasing that statement is how you're going to help? You ever heard of fucking HIPAA, you fucking dork? Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) 24 hours later, Brittany is released from Cedars because doctors, you know, like the real ones, not the Dr. Phil, n- not like Mr. Phil. Um, yeah, because he's not even a doctor. He's not even a fucking think, doctor. He... No. no. Um, the doctors, they were like, she doesn't pose a threat to herself or anyone else. So she's released, you know, like mm-hmm. checks and balances. She did it. Um Because of this incident, though, Kevin is now granted full and legal custody of both children. By the end of the month, Brittany is placed on yet another 5150. And by all accounts, 
I'm telling you, Brian, this shit looks like a fucking setup. Mm. In her Why? in her book, Lynn's mom writes, "Quote: Within seconds, at least twenty police officers stormed into the house." One of them announced that they were there to apprehend Brittany and take her to the UCLA Medical Center on another 5150 hold, end quote. According to TMZ, Spear Psychiatrist was the one who called the police because she was alarmed Mm. by the singer's reckless driving and conduct and decided that another 5150 hold was necessary. So this is all triggered... By her psychiatrist calling. Okay? Okay. Here is where it is fucking messy. I mean, it's been pretty fucking messy. Oh, this is so gross. It's also reported that the plan to hospitalize Brittany was actually launched days prior, but it was abandoned last minute on a Wednesday, and then it was put back into place early that Thursday. So, you know, the uh, we were talking about, like, FAA and, like, what a hassle it is to shut down airspace. Mm-hmm. The FAA was fucking contacted to clear the ace, the airspace en route to the hospital. Oh, my God. Like, so there's just nobody, like, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy to me. Can you imagine planning a 5150 on someone? No. It no. seems so fucking weird. Like, to me, like, if... What's a 5150? If she was an immediate threat. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. If she was an immediate threat to herself or to others, should have, would have, could have, had it been taken right then, right there. Not like days. No, you don't plan an emergency. You don't wait. You don't plan the shit. I, like, I saw this and it's like, I, I, I wanted to scream out loud. It is insane to me. And also, like. How much does a stunt like this cost? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did Brittany need a, this 5150 or was it carefully orchestrated so she could be managed by a conservatorship? Mm. And this is where we will leave off. Oh, man. That's a lot. When do we, when do we get to record again? <laughs> oh, anytime you want. The second part's ready to go. Um, but yeah, next week we'll talk God. about the conservatorship and the free Britney movement. That's a lot. I, yeah. God, I love Britney. I love Britney too. And you know, when I first wanted to do this, you know, I really was like, I just want to take a deep dive into the actual free Britney movement. But then I started doing it and I'm like, you got to do some backstory. Yeah. I forgot so yeah. much of this. It seems like we, we, I've noticed that a lot of times, like our episodes, or even just like my last episode and then my next episode, that we tend to, I don't know, it'll be like a mining accident and a sinkhole. And then the next one, there's a sinkhole. And an explosion. And then the next one, it's an explosion. And there's like, it, it like flows in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm contemplating doing something celebrity related for my next one. I'm thinking about doing Greg Luganis, but I don't know. You have mentioned that before and I really want you to. My mom knew him. 
I know. I know. I asked her if she would um, record a little something of her recollections. Um, from what I understand, he was a really great guy. I mean, I think he's still alive. Well, but if I mean, she back told then. you no, I'll ask her because I'm pretty sure I'm her favorite now. I'm pretty sure you might be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm her least favorite because she found out that, uh, I don't think I've even told him this yet, she found out that the audio guy wants to decorate the whole house in mid-century modern and I'm the one holding him back. Oh, so I, th- I that's think like I'm the fighting words. I know. I think I'm the uh, the least favorite now. <laughs> oh, man. You're the it's worst. Okay. I know. She does love me anyway, though. No, she does. You can tell. But now she's she's pointedly sending him MCM pictures of things. I'm like, all right. You better whatever. be careful. They're going to, like, start their own Pinterest board together. It, wait, is Pinterest still a thing, or is my behind the times on that? Um, I know. I don't know. Like, I use Pinterest. I get on it pretty regularly to find, like, crafts and stuff for the kids. But I don't have, like, a Pinterest board, and I haven't for years. I, I'm i a little distressed because uh, not, well, very recently, I downloaded the TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was watching the news, and apparently that's going away. I just... I think... I think I heard that there it might be getting bought by an American company now. I love TikTok and I am not going to lie. I am low key like really upset about it. I don't know. I don't know anything. Like really upset. I'm really nervous. I was like, okay, I got to see what this TikTok stuff's about. And then I'm like, then they're going to take it away. And I just don't deal well with I. I need somebody cool to help me when my children are older because (laughs) I can smell that resentment already. I'll help you, Melanie. I was a TikTok lover before COVID came and made it cool for the olds to be on there. Um, Well, what's so funny is because like for years and years, you would see TikTok uh, like ads on Facebook threads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of like my favorite pastimes is like actually clicking on the comments of ads, even if it. Yeah. Me too. If it's not appealing, I still want to look just like. Me too. I want to see what people are saying. Well, yeah. I'm like, and then I want to try to dissect why it like popped up on my feed in the first place. But TikTok was like, it just seemed like every other ad for like three years straight. And I go to the comments and Always the first comment was like, stop trying to make TikTok happen. Yeah, well, it finally happened. That's, and now that is gone. actually, I'd forgotten. That's how I ended up on TikTok in the first place. There was a um, one of those ads and it was a cosplay for Handsome Jack and it was really cool. And uh, You had to do the deep dive. I had to do the deep dive and now I've been on TikTok for a couple of years and I don't make videos, but I mean, I... I love TikTok. I get a lot of recipes on there. They have recipes? Oh, they have everything. Oh, man. No, see, I just, I saw the comment, like, stop making TikTok happen. I'm like, yes, uh, yeah, stop trying to make it happen. I don't have to learn a new fucking thing. (laughs) Woohoo! Oh, Melanie, you need a helper. I need a helper. Hit up Lily. I think I feel like she would know this stuff. Lily knows <laughs> She's the opposite of a Lily gym. knows everything, but I have to mend some fences since I fucking botched up 
Patreon cocktail night. That's all right. Well, we yeah. got to do that real soon I, before the I month's over. I think you over. told like three people in three extremely different time zones the same time. Is that what happened? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, just, I messaged Lily. I was like, where the fuck is Melanie? It's nine o'clock. And she was like, uh, I'm not supposed to be there for three more hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did you do, Melanie? Apparently, uh, time zones exist. Can we get rid of that? <laughs> And that came up for you with an interview like a week before that. Yeah, let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of daylight savings time. I mean, I'm all on board with that. I'm actually very sympathetic. Fuck time zones. But I just need everybody to get on board with me and no changes, except if it makes my life easier. Okay, I, I can possibly get on board with that. Well, on that note. At least we know what's going on next week. Part two of the Free Britney movement. It's going to be great. I promise. I mean, it's going to be horrible, but also great. Yeah. Maybe some big Britney news will happen between now and then, and it will be perfect. It had to get split. Don't don't play with 2020. Don't be careful what you ask for. Oh, man. Fuck, do you want it? 2020. See, I can't even say it anymore. I refuse. No. I Yeah, I stumbled on it, too. All right. Go to bed. I'm going to bed. Good night. I love you. Good night. I missed you. you. It was good chit-chat. I missed you. I'm glad this is a long episode and I got to hear your voice for longer. <laughs> All right, babe. Night. Good night. Hey, Horrible Ghouls. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like to share your personal MarkSafe moment, you can send it to us at MarkSafePodcast at gmail.com. Please give our podcast a rate, review, and subscribe, and tell your buddies about us too. That goes a long way. If you want to further elevate your support, check out our MarkSafe Patreon page, where we have shoutouts, goodies, and some bonus content in the works. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and as always, stay safe.